From the hilarious minds of Nicole Dressel, writer on The Chris Gethard Show and Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer, and Matt Stroop, Emmy Award-winning sports TV writer, comes the new podcast, Inbox. Would you let two strangers go through your most personal messages and broadcast them to the world? I wouldn't. Well, each week on Inbox, I mean, maybe I would. I don't think I, maybe I would to go on the podcast, but I'm saying in general, it makes me very uncomfortable. The idea of someone going through my inbox, but each week on inbox, Nicole and Matt do just that to anyone brave enough to sit in the studio with them. I mean, now I just feel like it's a challenge. Do you have an insanely embarrassing nickname for your significant other? Maybe a few unsent emails from seven years ago, professing your love to your high school crush. How about the habit of ordering strange things online at three in the morning? Or just all those emails where you're bitching about someone. Join Nicole and Matt as they explore their guest inboxes for comedy gold where absolutely nothing is off limits. Check out Inbox now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your favorite shows. And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian who invites scientists on his podcast to ask the big questions like, what is the universe made of? How did life begin? And do it fart. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer of Bob's Burgers, who is finally starting to feel hopeful again now that we're a year from the midterm elections. And also, she's lost her damn mind, apparently. It's Wendy Molino. Chef Jeff is here to make his two-minute wassail, where the cider is not mulled so much as briefly considered. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cheese toasties. It's me, Allison. We are having a fierce behind-the-scenes debate regarding whether Daniel should redo the intro or not. (laughs) It sounded to me like a couple words might have got a little mushed, but maybe I am wrong. Instead of... I heard bid term instead of midterm, and there was there was a definite bid term, but <laughs> and also writer of Bob's Burgers, not on Bob's Burgers, which is a but she also is a writer of Bob's Burgers. Look at my balls! <laughs> I think that isn't that a kind of a common term. Like what if, I'm a writer on this show. Yeah, she's you could say writer near Bob's Burgers. Yeah, <laughs> writer around Bob's writer. Burgers. You're adjacent to Bob's Burgers. She writes Bob's Burgers Below as well Bob's as Burgers. writes yes. on it. What happened is, uh, I don't know, like, I gave up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't even hear a bid term, and that's why I don't have a podcast. I can't hear those kinds of things. But David, you did. I liked it. I know. Daniel will fill in the blanks in their minds and say, I don't think he meant Sid term. I think he meant midterm. Like, they'll pick the right Right. fill Right. It's sort of like when you see those things where all the vowels have been taken out of words and people Mm -hmm. still know what it means. Mm -hmm. I see those Um, things all the time. You know, everywhere. Like, if Daniel Daniel were to write one, it would say, went diverse. I have no idea what you're talking Wait, what's about. What's happening? If you okay. take like, I want a any word. Oh, I get it. <laughs> if you take any word and it has the right number of letters, mm-hmm. the first and the last are in the correct place. That's yeah. what I meant. That's okay. what I'm talking like about. They're all scrambled yeah. about in the middle? When, yes. You know, I have very, 
I don't like it when I have a skill that I feel like is very strong. Like I could be in the top 1% in the world, but I can't monetize it in any way. And that is word scrambles. <laughs> like when I play, have you, do you ever play that video game, Seen It? Uh, you can play it like on an Xbox or whatever. And I don't think I have, but one I One of the to. things is it's movie titles and they're scrambled. And I'm not fucking kidding you. No one has ever buzzed in before me. <laughs> I can do a word scramble like you wouldn't fucking believe. And there's no way for I. What if that skill w- would make me very, very rich? But it can't. So it's just very frustrating for me to be so good at word scrambles. Mm-hmm. What if that, like, what if your purpose on this earth is related to word scrambles, but right. instead you're you're going some other direction? I know because there's no way. Like, if I was this good at football or <laughs> I don't know, like. <laughs> building houses or mm-hmm. whatever like yeah. I, or I, or as an artist or something <laughs> right. i would be just rolling i wouldn't be here i would who's be the out most of my famous mansion. house builder you can think of <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. that's who i was gonna say too <laughs> oh you mean design- okay, like architects an architect. okay. i guess i call it house builder because i'm not fucking pretentious <laughs> but what i mean if there were if you could make money unscrambling words i would be you guys would come to my mansion in malibu and we would just be doing this by the sea oh and you're a little like archway would have a, an adorable word scramble that yeah. people would have to solve. Well, I think we're at the right home. place. Yeah, but, but it, would it would be, be like <laughs> all scrambled up. Yeah, <laughs> but I know what it said before you did. Um, I would I'm like to thank <laughs> Eric Pasquale for the submission of that carb. I accept submissions on Patreon, and I also would like to apologize to Daniel for the unnecessary attention to specific letters in the intro. I'm sorry. I, I'm a horrible person. I'm going <laughs> through right. something right now. It's I enjoyed a uh, uh, considered wine as opposed to mold. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Uh, normally, I have time to read it right before I say it so that I can kind of be a little bit ahead of it. But I went like Jeff started it before I had time to read it. So I was kind of right on it. He was midway and through his, you know, song so I was, and you had to start. And I hadn't read it since I wrote it, so I was fumbling through it. Mm. So, but I don't personally care if there's mistakes in it. I because Do like I don't. It's more organic. No, I just want to get on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I just want to sit in this moment. Well, good. Actually, I would sit like to say it. hello to my guests. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello. Hello, Wendy Molino. Hi. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Allison. Have you been cooking broccoli? Allison, gross. Uh, can you crack a window? Uh. <laughs> that is uh, my my imitation or my retelling of the time. This came up. So I just had the search party creators on my Monday show. Everyone go listen to that show, please. Uh, and we were talking about embarrassing stories from childhood and a fart that was not mine got blamed on me. And then all the kids made that sound. Uh, and it's funny you bring that up and played that because I need to update everyone on a story from high school, which I don't know how frequently I've told it on this show. However, it was a thing that came up on the Adam Carolla show. Um, There was this guy, this very cute guy that I went to high school with. And it probably came up because I have a thing about seeing phlegm. I find it super disgusting if I see a loogie on the street or... Most people like that. Yeah. I know. Yeah, good, good street I, full that's of That's what I have for my engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> it was the loogie my husband did, and then we just got it um, 
bronzed and then I <laughs> oh, wear it as my engagement it's gorgeous, ring. So I love I love that stuff, but yeah. I understand it's not for everyone. It's yeah, I just I'm weird. Th- I'm weird that way. Yeah, like yeah, ever since I've been little, I just the box. I don't like it. Anyway, we were standing outside of art class waiting to be let in, and he hawked a loogie onto a plant, and it like just dangled there. <laughs> and I, I I think that's probably how this originally came up. But also the thing I always think about this when I think about this guy, the story that is most associated with him is, um. We were all out at lunch. I wasn't, I was not friends with him. When I first went to high school, because there was this girl in my neighborhood who I was friends with when, I think when we were in eighth grade, she went to a different school. Uh, and then we went to the same high school and she was very cool. I didn't realize this. So, and I was not cool, but there was a brief few weeks when I first started high school where I was like accidentally grandfathered into the cool group mm. of people um before they like shot me out of the <laughs> shot me out <laughs> they, before they realized uh, yeah yes exactly um but anyway during the time that i was accidentally cool i went out to lunch with the cool people and the loogie hawker who was cute i know i already mentioned that looked at another guy who had been eating watermelon and said you look like you've been chowing box man oh i have told it on this show okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway someone tweeted at me that late at something funny like late at night he hears a tiny when he's trying to fall asleep he hears a tiny voice saying you look like you've been chowing box man Mm -hmm. and so i decided i've got to find out what this guy's doing nowadays anyone want to take a guess state senator nope um (laughs) i think he sells real estate I think you died. He wow. is. He manages the uh, state fair. CEO of an energy drink company. No, oh, that's perfect. perfect. Yes. I know. <laughs> He'll be dead soon. Then. Is, is this so a famous why, energy? I was almost right. You were close. I was really close to being right. <laughs> but here's the twist. He has a PhD. What? In what? Energy? In like biology. Yes. Like the way biology and something intersects or something. Are something we allowed that to sa- say which kind of energy drink? I don't know if I want to say it. it do they have a watermelon water, flavor? Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly, they do. Yeah. I think they're new. I think oh, they're, they're new. new. And the other people involved in the company also went to high school with us. Actually, wow. one of them is the husband of the cool girl. Which is why I was cool for a few weeks before they realized there was a, la- a lame wad in their midst and they decided they didn't like me anymore. A lame interloper. <laughs> exactly. I've been uh, drinking energy drinks lately for the first time, like in a, in a serious way. How's it treating you? I feel like... Go ahead. Well, um, because fellas just decided that this thing where he was sleeping through the night, not for him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, he's also been drinking energy drinks. That's the problem. I think probably. Uh, and so some uh, a guy at our um, at our mommy, daddy, me class, he's like, oh, yeah, the one you got to drink is the monster ultra because it's not too sweet and it's like no carbs. And it's pretty- if you didn't feel douchey enough drinking whatever you were drinking. Yeah, I've always avoided the monster because it's like, you know, come on. Yeah, it comes um, in like a tall can, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it, it works. But here's the thing. Now I can't poop anymore. <laughs> oh, that eventually just gonna you start were coming sick back of that anyway. You're yeah. gonna poop out of your now, mouth. Now I don't know maybe. if these things are related. 
I, I used think to be pretty regular. Probably, they probably are. That could be a real time saver. Maybe it's just like <laughs> yeah. drying you up somehow. Like, I don't know. Maybe it uses the poop for energy. I yeah. had a sugar-free oh. Red Bull problem briefly uh-huh. because it was it was like one of those like movies where somebody tries cocaine and then there's a montage and like they are addicted like yeah. three days later. When I tried sugar-free Red Bull, within like a week, I was having three or four a day and I was like, I have got to stop this. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was just going to like eat a desk. It was not good. <laughs> I you- felt really amped up and really good, but I was like, this isn't real. And so I Did you keep quit. a notebook during that time that now <laughs> no. you can go back and laugh at? I drink a lot of coffee, but sugar-free Red Bull... Makes me feel, which I haven't had in years. Crazy. Very jittery. Yeah, jittery. Like but surprisingly good. jittery. It's like how I love Dayquil, too. You guys like oh, Dayquil? I've never oh, taken yeah. Dayquil. I almost get happy when I'm sick because I'm like, I get to take I Dayquil. I feel that way about NyQuil. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I love taking NyQuil and then waking up the next day and being like, those dreams were so great. <laughs> <laughs> Dayquil yeah. is like a two martini lunch. Yeah, it, a Dayquil. It will make you loopy. I thought the whole point of great. it. Well, now I'm going to take a lot of it, but I thought the whole point of it was that it doesn't affect you, hence the day of the quill. Oh. They're, but they're like, I mean, it makes you feel kind of uh, like the only thing I like in life or it's why I've never tried cocaine because stimulants are like great. Yes. Like, I'll have everyone know this just came up when Wendy and I went to an escape room. I oh, yeah, we went to a cocaine escape room. <laughs> that's right. The guys, actual guys that wasn't an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. We did talk about it. That recently. was a drug buy. Yeah. I was very innocent up until my mid twenties, I'd say, and I was very afraid of cocaine. But I had heard that a friend of Wendy's had done it, and I assumed that Wendy had done it. And then I found uh, out she never had. No, I never yeah. did. Yeah, I did go to. Uh, a a ladies weekend once where everyone was on cocaine except for me and it was so terrible to experience life in real time while the group you are traveling with is experiencing life in a different way like I wanted to eat like one meal in 48 hours and it was like no and like it was just like nobody's wanted to sleep except me and I was young so I didn't like now I would just be like you guys have no I'm gonna go to bed like but I was very young I was like 23 24 and so I felt that I had to do what everyone else was doing except the cocaine (laughs) so I did I peer pressured into everything else but like I refused to touch the cocaine and so it was was not yeah I mean everybody else I'm sure they had a lovely time and I wasn't trying to be a buzzkill I'm just terrified of it because I think the same thing would happen that happened with sugar-free Red Bull is like one minute I'd be fine and me and I'd have a family and a week later I would be on the streets (laughs) a week later I think I cut you off you were saying I think you were saying the you were explaining why you like Dayquil, and then you were saying the only thing you love is. No, I don't think I love anything else, and I don't think I would have started the sentence that way. I don't know. No, I yeah, I it, like to be on Dayquil. Dayquil doesn't make me speedy, but it makes me really goofy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would never do it recreationally. I only take it when I get I, sick. But I recently was sick and took the Dayquil caplets and didn't mm-hmm. really feel any. Maybe I have to drink more, drink it, or take more than they put it in your butt. <laughs> oh, is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Maybe that would help you. I usually do put Good it in night. my butt. This time I did. Okay. That's it. That's all I had to say about Dayquil. I <laughs> appreciate all of it. David, you've been awfully quiet. Don't you have any thoughts about over-the-counter drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any sweet quips for Dayquil. I, things that are supposed to be non-drowsy always make me unbelievably tired. 
and people never believe it. So if it's like, oh, take this allergy medication, I go, I always get a little tired. And they go, no, no this one's, I'm asleep within 20 minutes. And yeah. then someone told me there's some condition or something like, there's a name for that when downers or uppers kind Make of. Make you down. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have that. Huh. A- ADD? Maybe. I don't think so. Think no, there, it, with kids that often can, that can often happen too. Really? That's what I've heard. Right, they can have why, the opposite reaction. Yeah, because that's why like kids with ADD get Ritalin, right? right? It calms them down, whereas adults take speeds Ritalin or Adderall and it speeds them up if you don't have the condition. Mm-hmm. That is what I have I heard. Hmm. Based on my extensive readings about Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that's what but, I've heard. Oh my God. Have you seen her boyfriend? Yeah. Who but is that it? That is so weird. A, body, a bodybuilder or a wrestler and he's gigantor. But he looks like he has Beetlejuice head syndrome. Oh, yeah. Because he has this giant, like, He-Man action figure body, mm-hmm. and then a teeny-weeny little head. <laughs> teeny, little, teeny, tiny little head. A tiny little head. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's a wrestler? I think so. Huh. I need to go deep into Allison Land for a moment. Okay. Everyone, come with me. I'm going to talk about how I've been feeling anxious and stressed, which is a super fun thing for everyone to hear about. But first, I need to it's talk- also a nice change of pace. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm, fine, I'm finally gonna open up and get real but first i have to talk about something that doesn't really matter all that much but it's very much about me which is i feel like my voice is too sing-songy when i'm introducing the show and also when i'm talking when if i'm just interviewing someone and just having a conversation with them and that that sounds normal but like i feel this is what i sound like to me in my head <laughs> Does that sound like me? Yeah. No, not Sounds at like all. That. Not Jeff's even. Jeff's got a real grin on his face over there. <laughs> uh oh, I have, I have done this to myself. I don't think that's a problem, though. I think it's it part of your style. Artificial. Yeah, but I don't. Maybe I don't like my style. Uh, I want to be more real, man. I don't think you should change. I think it's good. Do you think people with voices kind of like this? Like, heard themselves at a young age or heard a voice <laughs> like this. And they're like, I'm just going to talk like that. Ooh, that's but, nice. Like any, like but newscasters effect. do talk like that. I remember mm. I was getting teleprompter training from a newscaster and she was teaching me this vocal exercise that her vocal coach had taught her, which is like, like speaking. He always sings mm-hmm. raggy <laughs> music to the cattle as he swings. Back and forward in his saddle on a horse. Yeah, on a horse. That is syncopated, gated, and there's such a funny meter to the roar of his repeater. How they run when they hear the bad guys coming, cause the Western folk all know he's a highfalutin, I ain't tootin' son of a gun from funny. Arizona, ragtime cowboy. Talk about your cowboy, that, ragtime like cowboy, Joe. See, I am real sing-songy. That was, anyway, little, that was a little sing-songy. That was like an actual song, though. Yes. Guys. Like, you're, that's, I think that's a safe space to be sing-songy <laughs> when you're singing actual song. Like, I don't think, like, the cast of Hamilton is like, were we sing-songy tonight? <laughs> was I too sing-songy? They were like, we sang. That was what we were supposed to do. No one needed me to sing that song, though. Well, I just did. Daniel did. <laughs> anyway, it. the vocal exercise is speaking while breathing out. And it's like... I am talking in a low and oh, I have a I'm have an open throat or something. Wait, what is that? There's that's, it's some news f- happening. Yes, like that. Yeah, it's like that's we why have the, news they, to report. All the news reporters have like that. They they and they, they talk s- on the exhale. No, it's a it's a way to get yourself into that lower register oh. to practice by talking while you're breathing out. I am talking while I'm anyway. Hmm. Um, this first, morning. Uh, 
car. Yeah. <laughs> Went All around. Right. But I do. <laughs> Great news. Continue. Where's this story going? Is this breaking news? Deborah, go ahead. This. You have this some story morning. about a car going around. <laughs> <laughs> grossest laugh I just did. It was like a cough. <laughs> so this morning. Oh, I can't. Hold on. <laughs> no, I can't. It's impossible Maybe to breathe you need, in and yeah. out. Maybe you need to cure again. <laughs> Deborah, we're still, we're getting, we lost the feed there a little bit. Apologies yes. for my lack of a news voice. <laughs> I'm new on the job. But anyway... Joining us, Deborah's at the scene where a car was going We're around. We're coming to you live right now from the town where a car <laughs> went around. What town is this, Deborah? We're here in a city town where a car was seen going around and around. Earlier today, the sheriff is on the scene. <laughs> I can't do it. I'd be a terrible newscaster. Witnesses said the car had all four tires and it was being driven responsibly. What's the reaction there from the, the, the uh, onlookers? Everyone's very upset. <laughs> the sheriff is trying to get everyone to remain calm, but everyone's freaking out down here. And what what is the car? The car is just circling. Is that what we're being told? The car's been circling. The person inside seems... Very normal, but the town is understandably freaked out as a car has not gone around here in some time. And everyone's preparing for Christmas. <laughs> so it's upsetting everyone's routines. Well, we'll get back to this later with more breaking news. And Deborah, if, if you had to guess, you think this situation is going to resolve itself peacefully? I wish, but it doesn't look like it's going to resolve itself anytime soon. <laughs> it's really hard to breathe out while but you're talking. But it sounded so much. That's not I like don't real think news to me. It sounded so much like the like the the register that they're in. Why do they wait? The, do you think the women talk? So the women try to talk lower too. Yes. Why is, does, the, this, is that this to make them woman sound more who, serious? I don't know. It's a I woman was, who who taught me this vocal exercise. So just to be clear, they're not actually breathing out while they're doing the news, but that's like how you get yourself into a speaking from the, the lower part of this yourself. guy on the. So when I was in Minnesota for Thanksgiving, I was watching some regional state championship high school football, mm-hmm. and one of the guys, you know, they go like a break at halftime. There are two guys behind a desk. One of them was a big, older, kind of burly guy who would go. They had the third down. They tried to. And he would do these weird breathings in between yeah. each thing. They were going to pass in the game. And they got to find out. Get <laughs> so his, distracting. Yes. Yeah, so weird. And I, I think I, was, I kept pointing out to you, like, is anyone else hearing this? <laughs> I think we just ignore it a lot. No one even catches it. That people just do that from time to time. His was huh. really noticeable. Though. I think the breathing out probably has to do with uh, you know, breath control and making sure that you're breathing correctly while you're talking. Mm-hmm. Bre- you know, like... I, I know in singing, they teach you to sing from your diaphragm to breathe. Like, they teach you how to breathe. It, mm-hmm. It's not something you think about unless you're somebody who uses your voice. But Or unless you mention it, and now everyone's thinking about it. Right. Sort right. of like when you be... Well, when I become self-conscious about eye contact, and now I'm just staring at the ceiling. Right. When anyone mentions eye contact, then it's like, it feels super unnatural. Anyway... Mm. Oh, wow. Now, super awkward in here. We're all just darting around. (laughs) Yeah, respectable newscasters who are serious speak like this and their voice does not go up or down. Whereas when I talk, 
And I think especially if I'm saying a lot and I'm worried that I'm losing people's interest, then I like go up and I stretch out vowels and I just do all sorts of weird shit. It must be, though, because they can't convey any level of attachment or emotion to the story they're reporting on. So if you have this baseline objective level of like, I have no opinions on this. I'm just telling you what happened. And therefore, my voice does not rise at all. Right. It's like from the time probably when like your newscaster was supposed to keep you calm. Mm-hmm. Like in an emergency, right? Everyone just remain <clears throat> calm. There is a car going around. Just keep it together. A tree near town was still there this morning. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is the kind of news that I would really like to hear. Yeah, just a very calming <laughs> yeah, news. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I need to tell you guys about a really cool watch. No. Oh. Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported in part by Tree Hut, a team of inspired designers and creators building unique wooden watches with personalized engravings in their San Francisco studio. Um, so yeah, we have a Tree Hut watch here. I got it for Daniel. This is the Theo watch. It's wooden and it's engraved. And I was thinking of saying something <laughs> sweet on it. You did, honey. When initially I was going to put like the initials of us and Elliot and Wendy and a date. And then I just changed it to I found it <laughs> because <laughs> that's what really means the most to us. But anyway, it's cool. It's a wooden, it looks like a wooden watch. I yeah. Like the bezel bezel the, is wooden, but the, the bezel strap and the bezel. is soft and flexible, but you can get super stylish straps. Yeah. And the face of the watch, um, well, under the glass is wooden tree hut watches and it's also pretty thin it's not one of those you can get all kinds of different wood mm-hmm. tree hut watches are a perfect way to celebrate special unique and meaningful people and moments in life engraving a personal message is perfect for christmas valentine's day father's day graduation or as weddings or groomsmen gifts because they're made of real wood each watch has a unique grain and wood tone so it will truly be special no two watches are ever the same and with your personal message engraved on the back it will be as unique as the person wearing it i mean unless i found it becomes so popular they decide to offer that as like a preset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. custom engraving is done right in their workshop and is the perfect way to add something special to a tree hut watch there's a style for everyone tree hut offers all wood stainless steel and wood combos leather bands and canvas bands no matter your style there's a watch that fits now daniel you famously used to wear three swatches at a time oh yes back in and your stepdad referred to that as decadent decadent This was when I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Three swatches. This was, not, you know, 80, I don't know, five so or something. So this has become 86. a thing whenever we talk about something being decadent as like it's potentially three, three, swa- swatch three swatches level decadent. Where does this watch rate on decadence? I don't feel like it's decadent. I just think it's it's a nice classic watch. Like decadent would be excessive. This isn't excessive. It's this tasteful. Is, yeah, it's nice. This is like a, a nice watch to wear if you're, you know, kind of uh, someone who likes to go outdoors, you know, like go hiking would, and stuff. It, it does have but a But it also feel. is just a, it's a nice watch. For limited time, take 15% off your first order. Visit treehutwatches.com slash BFF and enter promo code BFF at checkout. That's treehutwatches.com slash BFF, promo code BFF for 15% off. This special holiday offer expires December 31st. I wouldn't just wear three swatches, though. I wore jams, which are three-quarter length pants that were like bright, bright neon colors. 
Um, I would wear Jimmy's t-shirts. I got I had the whole thing going down. And what are swat- Jimmy's t-shirts? <clears throat> uh, Jimmy Z, you know the the surfboard company. I, th- I always pronounced it Jimmy's. How would you pronounce it? Jimmy I, Z? I thought it was Jimmy Z, but I don't. Probably was Jimmy Z. Those in were Tucson, pop- we didn't. Those know weren't popular stuff. in Indiana. Really? But we did wear jams because that was like the shortest length thing we could wear to school. It had to cover your knee. Mm. And then my whole family moved to California and it was like people wearing fucking like bikini tops to school. <laughs> and I was like, where am I? <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, jams. It was funny because in <clears throat> Tucson, kids would chew on surf wax. But we um, had no surfing. In <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know like some surf type looks were popular in Indiana. Like, but I don't think they were even surf, but like anything that that sort of like had any beach thing mm-hmm. to it, like OP or whatever, OP, Ocean Pacific. Yeah. And, but IOU sweatshirts were a big thing. Oh, Is yeah, that a thing in Tucson? I, know. I feel like Jeff knows about my, these fashion, this fashion time, this moment and with the Jimmy Z and the surf wax. And that was that. a little bit after my time. Was it? But uh, yeah, that. You were laughing that, at that the kind junior of, high kids that went deep into it yeah that kind of parker lewis can't lose deal oh my lord oh my is that, lord is that what you were doing you were that doing a, it was you? it was just <laughs> smurfs meets parker lewis can't lose I just, pastiche you know i just looked like uh, a neon sign factory vomited on a kid i would have died to have a swatch watch though my mom yeah. would only let us get like well we would shop at value city which was a store near us <laughs> that like i would i couldn't get like jordash jeans but my mom would take me to value city and convince me that these other jeans that also had some kind of embroidery on the pockets. <laughs> I remember ones I had that had little butterflies. I must have been, I mean, it's a wonder that I wasn't like murdered in the parking lot <laughs> or something at school. But my mom would convince me that these things were hip and cool. At one point, my sister and I went to Value City and we both bought leopard print jeans, like a generic brand. And Miami Mice t-shirts, because Miami Vice was very popular. <laughs> our, our, no, they were sweatshirts. They were Miami Mice sweatshirts. And we were like, we did it. This is going to crack the code for us on being cool at school. And had it work for you? I mean, for my sister, it kind of worked. For me, no. My sister was just naturally cooler than me. So I think she could pull these sorts, like, these sorts of things off. But you needed really. my friend Jody, the cool... He was... I didn't realize I was friends with her for a whole year and didn't realize she was super cool. She could have gotten you into the cool group for a few weeks until they discovered that you had no business being there. Yeah. 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 This is my, I was thinking on the drive home about, I had a wallet in elementary school that had Spider-Man on it. And it was, I was just, I didn't realize I had it. I was never really into Spider-Man, but it was a wallet I had gotten right at the age where that stopped being cool. Mm. But I didn't realize it until I pulled it out in class once and all the kids were like, Spider-Man. And I tried to play it off as I told them that I was in a, a I was on a baseball team where all the kids <laughs> where all the kids were like given a superhero. <laughs> I thought this was how you like, no, no, this is baseball shit. I'm not a fucking su- into superheroes. They just told me I'm Spider-Man on the baseball team. <laughs> you have been trying to be cool via baseball for a very long time. Baseball was my go-to. Well, no one, I didn't, I couldn't plausibly, you know, pull off any other sport. No one would look at me and think it's I. Better than it having a Miami mice sweatshirt. <laughs> it probably. The way that there were two mice on it. <laughs> Did That's one of pretty the, cool. My, did the mice have like five o'clock shadow? I feel like one of them was smoking, but that cannot be true. In my mind, one of them was smoking on a, a cigarette, and that cannot be true. 
Yeah, I don't I remember like what the mice looked like. It was maybe, a different time. Yeah. Rolled up yeah. sleeves on a blazer. Yeah. Oh, no, they definitely were wearing clothes, yeah, for sure. These, the... these mice came to play. <laughs> they were fucking dressed up. <laughs> so, yeah. You guys. Now I really want to find one of those. I feel like Jeff is probably on the hunt for it right now. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention something at the top, which is I am doing my podcast at San Francisco Sketchfest, January 13th, 4 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. My guests will be Janine Garofalo and musician. Do you remember Matt Nathanson? Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, <laughs> I think the Miami Mice shirt was fat. And Matt Nathanson will be my musical guest. And uh, please, please come out. I think actually when I mentioned earlier my stress anxiety which is this is going to be very fascinating so just you wait you guys i feel i wonder if that's part of it i think that i uh and revealing way too much but for me doing my podcast live is always sort of a what am i going to do kind of thing because i feel like what makes it good in a studio is not what makes for a good live show what makes for a good like there's just this sort of disconnect between an intimate way to sell it studio show and well no i am I'm selling it because I'm getting them invested in, will she pull it off? This is nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a terrible tactic? I mean, look, it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. I just, who knows what's going to happen before then. I will say I've been at each one of your live shows and almost all of them. Oh, boy. No, they're all really good. I think you're usually very hard on yourself. I'm excessively hard on myself um, about the live shows, whereas I'm too easy on myself about the studio shows. Even the ones that you were like, I don't know, I thought they were all all a lot of fun. And this, this, with these guests, is going to be great. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I, well, you perform live all the time, David. Yeah, now and, not as much as I used to, but I used to do a lot of a lot of live performing. I think it's different stand-up and podcasting. Yeah, I do think so. But have you ever had one, and Wendy, you've done tons of live stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I, the very first time I did my podcast live, it was great. The crowd loved it, loved every bit of it. And I was like, oh, I get why people love this now. Because um, I'd done Adam's show live a ton, and I hadn't done mine live a lot. And then the, either the next, like... I forget how many times. I think it might have just been the very next one. Um, I was... Daniel was going to pick me up and then we were going to go to the theater and then he hit traffic. So then I drove myself, but I should have left. If I was going to drive myself, I needed to leave earlier. So I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be late. And I was really stressed about being late and parking. And it was one of those, like I just... I felt very anxious about it and I couldn't get in the moment and I felt sort of disconnected from the whole thing. And I had like four different guests and I couldn't figure out how to integrate. I'm doing a weird body, upper body movement thing. That's like, this is I'm acting out. Now? Integrating. <laughs> I couldn't integrate. I don't know. The whole thing just was like, I wish I could have redone it, even though I think it was a good show. Have you had live performances where you've just like, you can't connect to it properly in the moment uh podcasting no any like stand up <laughs> i've had bad I'm- shows yeah definitely mm-hmm. i mean performing in vegas is the worst um but yeah i didn't put too much into that i usually was like it's i think it's different when they're there to see you specifically yeah and like man that didn't really click because like we would we were pretty lucky i think with professor blastoff where like we'd be backstage having that same sort of conversation of like 
why are people here? <laughs> what on earth? We just chat. <laughs> yeah. And then the theme song would start playing and people would cheer, like they would cheer as if it was like a rock band was going to come out or something. I was like, oh, they're just here to see us be ourselves. Yeah, I think that's what I, I, I feel the most calm when I remind myself of that. Like it's just a live recording of your podcast. But mm-hmm. at Sketchfest where it's all these comedy shows, I feel like it actually needs to be, should be more. That's the best way to go in was just some weird pressure that you got to make everything really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you guys, I hope you feel invested in my struggle <laughs> as opposed to turned off. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I always get stressed before I have to do something public, though. Yeah. I'd rather, like, I would, I would sort of, like, I get stressed if I run into someone at the grocery store I wasn't expecting to see. Mm. Like, I get literally actually stressed. Oh, my like, God, that My feeling? lack of preparation for seeing this person. Yes. So I can only imagine how you're feeling going to sketch that. <laughs> Wait, can totally we talk normal. about that for a second? That yeah. feeling is, like, my one, that's my kryptonite. That is mm-hmm. the one thing. SFSketchfest.com is where you go if you feel invested in my struggle. It, it's seeing someone you, you're not mentally ready to talk to, and mm-hmm. then you feel that pressure of, oh, you know, and uh, I That's can't so say sad that. to think about that if, say, we saw one another, and I'd be like, oh, awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's my natural response, like yeah. a Labrador or something. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, it's not usually with someone who I see right. frequently or I'm comfortable with. It's yes. usually with somebody who you where went to high school with or something. So, someone yeah. where there's some sort of, like, I don't know, like, heightened expectation or you haven't seen them in a long time and there's it's like charged somehow Mm -hmm. so it's like oh shit i have to really like have this moment right now and i'm not ready for it i also have a very (laughs) cool social anxiety thing where i start sweating profusely for no reason (laughs) when i'm in a social situation like when i used to do a lot of improv improv shows like i would get a little warm on stage but then when we came off stage and i had to like see people I would start sweat like as if something was desperately wrong with me or like I was on speed or something. I have a and then solution. I would get well oh, you have a solution. I already yes. found one, but oh. I want to hear yours too, because maybe I'll do both. Carry a basketball. Carry a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great solution. <laughs> See, look, today I'm I am wearing sweats, so yeah. it makes sense if I was just sweating profusely this entire podcast. <laughs> What's the solution you it found? It was that I just Googled like it got worse this year and I was like I was fixating on it i was like avoiding social situations because i was like i don't want to just start sweating it's going to be horrible and then i googled it as like an anxiety response and somebody had written out like that you literally need to remind yourself that these are your friends and even if you were sweaty they're not gonna like walk away from you like it was like (laughs) it all and honestly now when i feel it starting i'm like okay well it's gonna happen i have to just let it happen and then it doesn't happen as much, which oh. is so very great. weird. It's so psychosomatic. It's totally bananas. Same thing when I have, I get like migraines with aura. And the worst thing I can do is to like try to stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. That I have to just be like, okay, well, I can't see out of one of my eyes now. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. Like <laughs> you can't resist it. You have to just like let it flow over you. Right. And that's what I realized with my panic sweating too. What is so disgusting. What does aura mean? It means um heard that before. Part of your eye gets what looks like a jagged light line in it. That's the first sign of it. And you know it's happening. It also can look like a little whirlpool of light in your eye. So you know it's starting. The first time it happened to me, I was like, I'm having a stroke. I need to go to the hospital. And um 
then that that jagged light pattern, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this get them and know exactly mm. what I'm talking about. And you can look it up online. It can show you what it looks like if you've never had one. And then it starts to take over like one of your eyes. And like, so if you're driving, it's bad because suddenly you'll have like, if I was looking right here, I wouldn't be able to see Jeff. Right. For instance, a lot of times it starts on this side for me for some reason. So like this would go away. I get a lot of that. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Everyone sounds... claims to have an aura. It sounds it's, like a benefit. It's frightening the first few times it happens because you really do feel like you're having a stroke or something must be very wrong with you. But then when you get used to it, and I have them a couple times a year, but you can't predict them and you don't know why they happen. Right. So, But you just have to kind of lean into it and be like, okay, well, this is happening. I'm just going to wait till it passes. Does anything fun happen with your eyelid or does your eye dip in or sag no, or droop? No, there's uh, no fun things to bummer. look at. I know. Because that'd be, be an ideal situation to, to run into someone you hadn't seen. Boom. <laughs> I goes to sleep. I goes to sleep. Yeah. Can't see them. You'll Can't see them. Sweating me. like a fucking maniac. <laughs> I have a fun thing that happens. What's that? I begin coughing uncontrollably. And <laughs> be coughing? Yeah. I'll have a coughing fit. <clears throat> I don't know if it's social anxiety or just when it's dry out. I don't know what it is, but I will become afraid it's going to happen and then it'll happen. And then Mm. I wonder, did I get afraid it was going to happen because I began to feel the beginning of a tickle? But it's like, it starts out with just like, (laughs) and then suddenly I'm like, I can't stop coughing. And every time I'm going like, I'm making a sound that's scaring the shit out of anyone around me because it's like, like trying to breathe in every time i try to talk i start to cough more good to see you weren't you in our cool group for a little while (laughs) yeah i think it is because you think of it ahead of time it happened twice recently i was at an open house and i was trying to leave but the realtor was telling me all about the house and it happened uh and i was trying to be like okay thank you (laughs) and then get out get out the door and then I was with my mommy and me friend and we were walking a few blocks and we were walking kind of fast. I think I was setting the pace and I was like, look at me huffing and puffing down the street. Two women are walking near the car now. Deborah, go ahead. We are getting words. Two women walking near the car. Uh, They appear to be friends of some kind. That's all we have for now. Is the car still (laughs) circling around? The car is going around the women, but nowhere near them. It's not creating any kind of emergency. Would you do us a favor and keep us posted on this breaking situation? We'll be coming back to it all day. Dave, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can you ask her about the tree? Is the tree still there? The tree is standing as it was earlier, and the sheriff thinks we'll be standing there later as well. Fantastic news coming from City Town. We'll fill in more later this evening. So you and your friend were walking. Mm-hmm. We were walking kind of fast. Uh, I wondered if I smelled smoke in the air. I'm going to blame it on that. And mm-hmm. then I, I thought, uh-oh, I don't have any water or cough drops with me. And then next thing I knew, I was having my whole coughing attack. See, I think it is psychosomatic because for me, like I went, I thought this was a huge accomplishment. I went to a party on Saturday night that normally would have really stressed me out because I didn't know, I don't know the host that well. It was, I mean, there. I think there were hundreds of people at this party and there were a lot of industry type people that make me panic mm-hmm. and I kept running into them like room after room. And my husband and my child were with me because it was like a party you could bring your kids to. It was like a big holiday thing. But I, it didn't even occur to me to be afraid of sweating beforehand and then I didn't. 
It was mm. because it's like when I get scared of it, then it always happens. Yeah. But I, it didn't even occur to me that it was going to happen this time because it hasn't happened for a few months. I think it is. It's like some fucking horrible trick your and brain is playing on the, you. Um, the autonomic nervous system and then your regular nervous system. I've heard it's like premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. It's your it's your. I did your do body. that at the party. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I People did don't it. care for that. Don't I did do at that. the party. <laughs> there was a time when when we were supposed to ejaculate at the party. Well, and I did it early. Just a little early. Three, yeah. two. Oh, damn it, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is that a thing? That's part the, of it? The, it's the, the fear thought behind of it? it? Yeah, is it like you're uncomfortable and nervous <clears throat> that you're going to do it so that mm. your your autonomic system goes I got you I'll level you out and has an orgasm so that you get all this dopamine in your brain and then you're like huh. now you feel better don't you and that so I wonder why sweating and or coughing would be on that same level of like this will this will calm you down yeah maybe it like doesn't to calm cool your body down. off or something <laughs> maybe it's like it triggers to cool your like I get anxious and hot and then it's trying to cool me down but it's not working mm-hmm. over would, and over again i would think it's a fight or flight reaction yeah. wouldn't it be like it, you're sweating because you're expecting to be hot you know you're expecting Maybe. to but yeah. it's the same sort of <clears throat> embarrassing situation where i just my concern is like I look like I'm the least healthy human being in the entire world right. when I'm hacking and unable to breathe and unable to talk. It like, oh, she couldn't it. walk a block and a half. <laughs> when dogs are sizing each other up, they release these, uh, you know, pheromones essentially from their anal glands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why when dogs get really scared, they tuck their tail down I to like cover that. yeah yeah so it's to, to be cover like their anal glands? to cover their anal glands to be like don't smell me i'm still really tough but i'm just gonna run off right now and they just head out like <laughs> huh. that's where that comes from so i still i think the coughing is it a way of your body you're kind of in a sense showing someone like you just said like that maybe, i'm dying like a weakness kind of like i'm physically you're manifesting this thing that looks to you or feels to you like a weakness to play them. it off like you're doing a new workout that involves a lot of coughing yeah i yeah. I'm not 100% sure it's psychosomatic, though. I think it might also just be... Because I was sick recently, yeah. yeah. So I think it might actually just be like post-nasal drip. I don't know exactly what that is, but I've decided maybe that's what it is. Or my throat is dry. How many Mm. times has this happened, would you say? 400. (laughs) In my whole life? Yeah. Mm, Don't try to count. 25? That's a lot of coffee. I don't know. And the sweating is on the same level? Oh, it was constant for a while. Like anytime I was even slightly nervous, which is almost all the time. If I ran into you. I feel comfortable here. Wouldn't it be great though if you ran into someone and it was me and I I said, hey, great to see you. And you went, get a load of this. What, see my face right now? See normal. <laughs> Let's give it 30 seconds. Right. I'd be it so excited. Happen. It might happen. If you randomly run into me somewhere, <laughs> you might actually see me break out in a sweat. I would be so elated. Yeah, I'd well, be- I'm glad someone will get some enjoyment out of it. Although with my new sweat busting techniques. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm realizing that I actually have a little bit of the sweat thing. Not in the same way, but if I'm getting ready to go somewhere and I'm running late and I'm putting on makeup or blowing dry my hair and then I begin to sweat, then I begin to panic yep. because I and feel hot and I cool feel off. claustrophobic in my own skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it makes me sweat more. And so that's kind of a similar thing. Couldn't you play it off as some kind of party trick like uh, <laughs> burping on command or crossing your eyes? You could say, watch this, I can sweat. Yeah, no. on on demand, Guys, watch, it's so just watch. Terrible. It's ruined like nights of my life that should be good. Like... 
where I sh- I'm like at a social thing or a big thing, mm-hmm. an event, and then I start sweating and then I can't stop. And it's did you sweat at your wedding? <laughs> no, my wedding we had it in in um in a- the winter Antarctica. <laughs> we had it in the winter. Smart. I wore like a um like a, a dress with no sleeves, which was like the coolest possible version mm-hmm. of a wedding dress. And it was winter. We took the pictures outside right before in like um Ice. like no, it was in Vegas. <laughs> And it was January, so it was cold. So yeah. it was cold right before it started. My leg did shake uncontrollably, but it was under a skirt. So it was fine. Nice. I don't know. I don't think I sweat at my wedding because it was like in a Vegas hotel, which they ice those places down. They mm-hmm. want you like awake. So I was fine. I, I have the sweating problem, but you can't tell because it's just on my balls. Oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Is it only when you run into people that in, like in some way make Super you a little bit uncomfortable? Like industry people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sweaty balls. Like you it's... prematurely ejaculate. Yeah. I wish I would do all of the things we said at once. Cough. Coughing, <laughs> ejaculating. My <laughs> eye goes fucking nuts and I sweat. And like, then I would have no friends and it would be fine because there would be no one to run into. Glitch out. This conversation would be so different. Like, yeah. I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> You guys, finding the right gift for a guy can feel impossible. It's super difficult to find something that's a thoughtful gift, but is also useful and practical and special. And that's why I want to talk to you about Harry's, Harry's Shave Set. So before they were even a sponsor on the show, I had uh, went to a store and bought Harry's Shave Sets for my brother-in-law and for Daniel. Yep. So I'm quite familiar with them. Um, and now I'm a Harry's guy. That's right. They're good. They're good razors and good shaving cream. This holiday, Harry's is offering custom and limited edition shaving sets that make perfect gifts. These gift sets were built uh, with your guy in mind, so you'll know he loves them. The sets come with German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave, foaming shave gel that smells amazing, special limited edition winter chrome and emerald green handles, and you can personalize it with engraving. So no matter what you're looking for, Harry's has you covered. The sets come ready to gift in beautifully designed gift boxes. Gift sets start at just $10. They even have great stocking stuffers. You could even get something for yourself with Harry's. As a special offer for fans, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you go to harrys.com slash best friend. This offer is only available for the holidays. This holiday, give Harry's and give handsome. Shipping cutoffs end this week, so act now to get your gifts delivered in time. To get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last, go to harrys.com slash best friend right now. That's harrys.com slash best friend. Okay, so back to the stress. I've seen two ants in my kitchen in the last couple days, and I don't know if everyone in the world knows how I feel about ants, but I'm not a fan. Get some cloves. What? Mm-hmm. Is this clothes. true? Yeah. Really? I feel like yeah, there's yeah, so handy to know. so much stuff people say about. What wait, you you're doing? a scientist though, <laughs> or a man of, or a guy who hosts a science podcast. Come oh. and get me ants. <laughs> My girlfriend looked it up and then put some out, and no ants come around. Just really? Around. Just leave them around. Just mm-hmm. sprinkle them about. Yeah. Like just a clove. You just, just put yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Get a few right. cloves. She puts them in. Like, she'll take like the. Say like the like the lid off of say uh, like a water bottle. Put a few mm-hmm. cloves in it. Set that somewhere. No ants. So it's just the oh. smell of it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. Well, we should do that. There's clove scented potpourri in the guest bathroom. We could put that and there's there no the- ants in there. Ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And then when I was trying to put Elliot in his pajamas and sleep sack, I ate shit 
trying to climb around the bed because now he's very speedy. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And he has no sense of gravity, so he, he it's impossible yeah. to dress to launch him. himself off the yeah, edge of the bed. Yeah, he really is. So, but if yeah. you go, and I'm not going to do it at full volume. If you go, Elliot, no. You traumatize him, but he does stop moving. Actually, he doesn't even seem traumatized. He just kind of holds still. But it's I less feel traumatic bad. than him have? hitting Ten the floor months. on Ten his months. head. Yeah, that would that would more traumatic. <laughs> yeah. So I fell, which is always a fun thing. Um, and then uh, you know what? I'm realizing going down my list of of things that are causing me stress is going to be super fucking boring. But I will say this. I ref- and also I feel like my brain is going a million miles a minute, and I can't concentrate like that feeling when i'm sitting at my computer and 10 tabs are open and i like i'm trying to write the blog post for the episode oh my god what am i doing and that that i just i cannot concentrate i feel like that all the time now so to me and i was having trouble sleeping and nibbles which is wendy might not know that the nickname for the version of me that night eats is mm-hmm. nibbles. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I had not, I didn't have a problem with being all nibbly. Ever since Elliot was born, when I changed my schedule, it's like, oh, night eating, this behavior that has plagued me for years, totally gone. All of a sudden, it was back for a few days. Um, this so, isn't like ambient eating, though. You know you're doing it. You're going in and getting I've done it chips. both ways. I've done it. It's funny you say that because chips were a huge offender. I would, because I asked Daniel to put them on a high shelf mm-hmm. and then I just grabbed tongs and got them. <laughs> I've also he pulled. can't trick you. It's good to know that your husband can't trick you out of eating chips, though. You don't want to be in a relationship <laughs> with true. a man who can trick you I so easily out of eating chips. You need to have more power right. in your relationship than that. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. I could. I just. Don't. That's that's like a. I, I feel like, uh, I don't know. Like I don't want to go too extreme. We've had snacks in the house, and I've asked you to put them in the, your car. Yeah, that's rare. <laughs> that I think that happened one time. I, I still think you could get those snacks out. I, could, I well, bet you I could find his keys. I won't even. There, I won't even get chips. I won't even get the mail. That's how much I don't want to climb stairs. Right. And also, I don't want to get the mail. But, um, uh oh, see, Wait, it happened. Nib- nibbles. <laughs> nibbles. <laughs> Nibbles, Nibbles is the name? Nib- well, it's Nibbles McGee. Nibbles McGee. Yeah. I like this Allison that eats at night secretly. <laughs> I think Nibbles. that's really cute. You go in the kitchen, you get yourself a little snack. She'll come in. I'll I be awake. This is fun. I'll be awake. <laughs> I think this causes you anxiety, but it's extremely adorable. <laughs> Thank you. She goes you to sleep. A little nibble? <laughs> she goes to sleep a couple hours before me, so I'll be a in. A couple, like six hours before you. Really? Well, not, that, not that much. Um, he goes to bed late. But I'll be in the kitchen and then she'll come shuffling in and I'll have something on my mind and I'll start talking about it and she'll just look at me and she'll go, I'm not awake. <laughs> I'm nipples. <laughs> so I'm wait. Yeah, because you he'll really want to have were a- doing it without being aware of it? No. When I say to Daniel, I'm not awake, what I mean is I have, I was just asleep. I don't want to fully wake up. I just came in for a snack. I, just, I can't talk about politics right now. Right. Okay. But I have also... I can open jars and repackage things, but I, don't you even speak language to me. That's right. It's a solitary activity. <laughs> I can use a machine to get chips from your car from the window. I'll put this long crane I've made out of the window, get into your car and get chips, but I won't talk. There are times that I've... It's been a long time, but occasionally when the tongs won't reach, I have grabbed, like pulled a chair into the kitchen because we don't have mm-hmm. a ladder in there. 
And then I thought, if I hurt myself this way, there will be so much shame. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, don't do that. But so most of the time, it's like I'm just sort of aware of it. Like for the most part, I'll choose a healthy snack in the middle of the night. That's mm. I'm that aware of it. Like I'm just not sleeping. When it well. first started happening, I thought we had raccoons. <laughs> and I came in there and was like, "Who's that?" And then I would like start throwing rocks at. And then she, it was my wife, just Get scamper out the window. Did you yeah. know that I did it a few times at your apartment? Um, I don't remember if I knew. I mean, I, oh, that's I, such a diplomatic. I'm proud of that diplomatic answer. No, I truly don't remember. Do you eat low blood sugar at night, and that's what drives you into nibbles? I think I don't know. I think it's that I used to not sleep well, and I'd wake up, and like the resolve that I had during the day is gone. Like my inhibitions are lowered, so I'm mm. like, I think I'm just looking for comfort. Oh, um, I think. I think it's more that than actual hunger. But so anyway, all I consider all of this anxiety. However, I remember once I said to my sister, I feel anxious. I, I feel like I'm having anxiety. And she said, do you feel scared? And I have felt that like I feel scared, panicky feeling. Mm-hmm. But I, to me, I think anxiety can also just be like, I can't relax and I feel yeah. stressed. Do you think you got your meds right right now? Think we just upped them. On? We just upped them. But could it be bit. that one is not working for you? There's so many of them, right? No, there really are. Because one of my friends was on one of them one time and they made her, made her depressed. They had to switch her. Hmm. She was on an antidepressant that made her depressed. That sounds all wrong. Yeah, it was very wrong. No, I think it's just that I like the, the stuff that the um, antidepressant is supposed to quell. It just like broke through. Mm-hmm. And also because I did IVF a couple times, my hormones are a little oh, that whack, makes you whacked out right now. Yeah, really that's actually what my psychiatrist thinks is that it, it might be because of that. Um, but because I just went, I just upped the dose a little bit. I was sitting there today and I was like, I love Elliot. I mean, I always love Elliot, but like I was <laughs> flooded with like, I love the him. medication's working. I love my child. <laughs> I finally know what it is to love my son. <laughs> no, but it was like. This like warm, glowy, like dopamine or serotonin or whatever it is, mm-hmm. flood of like, I, oh my God, I can't take it how much I love him. And then I felt that towards Wendy. And then Thank I just felt you. like that about life. You know, but then it went away. I do think that I was thinking about if I were trying to describe the effects of the, what is it? The SRI? SSRI. SSRIs. It's sort of like your emotions are on a dimmer switch, you know? And so if you, take if you're not taking them it's just you, your emotions are just dimmed down like every Mine every are. emotion for me was just muted and then when you were on them or when you before, weren't on them when i wasn't on them oh and i mean i would get so the depression was more just a malaise mm-hmm. it was just like la- it wasn't like um you know it wasn't like i was super sad it was just that i didn't have much feeling at all. And mm-hmm. then it kind of, what it did is sort of just turned it up to a normal level. And so then I'm able to have love for my wife, for example, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, but what did the depression turn into? Um, I don't really, yeah, it's, I don't really wife. get depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really get depressed the same way anymore. It, it might manifest as kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. Like instead of depression, I'll just get sad for a while. Right. Yes. Yeah. Hmm, I would, for me, that has not been my experience. Well, I'm the right one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, for me, it was more like intense, intense lows that I don't really have as much anymore. 
But I think ours are different. I think you have yeah. more of an anxiety-based one, and I have a different thing. I guess so. Which makes me realize I probably should have just kept my mouth shut. No, I appreciated no, knowing. Okay. okay. All right. What's going on? Deborah? Even... what's happening with that <laughs> car down there? Well, the car is still going around. A crowd is gathered of men, women, and then younger men and women. We're all watching the car. Now, can some of these men and women who are considered younger be considered children? I think that's the word. I haven't been feeling myself lately. Um, I I forgot the word children. And um, I don't know. I'm just cracking up down here. It's cracking the fuck up. It definitely sounds like it. And again, watch the language. How's the tree looking? <laughs> Tree's just standing there, just like me, since my divorce. Just kind of sitting around in my living room, watching Deb, Jeopardy. Deb, if we could steer watching back Watching episodes the- of Jeopardy I've already seen. Are you answering the questions correctly this time around? Nope. Still don't know anything about anything, which is probably why Roger left me. The sheriff said that the tree appears to be where it's supposed to be, and the children are gathering around the car. This is wonderful <laughs> news, Deborah, and I'm sure Greg will come back. You just keep His holding His name on. is Roger. You don't even pay attention to me when I'm talking about my problems. I am Roger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What's next, Allison? I love the idea, by the way, of a confused bunch of kids that for Christmas gather around the car instead of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going around there, isn't it? It's over. Ah, oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> gather around the car again. <laughs> Hang on, just sending a text in the middle of Wait, the show. So, a text? Can I send a text? <laughs> um, hang on one second, and then I will explain what's going on. Uh, oh, no. So actually, I, the, the real reason that I am... I'm done. I'm done. The real reason that I'm super stressed is because Elliot's regular babysitter is not available the last two weeks of December, and the week of the 18th, I... And I, I wasn't aware that she wasn't going to be available. And I booked like a zillion things. So I'm it doing... I have someone who can help you. Really? What? I may have several persons well, who can help what? This um, would help me. Yeah. I've got a couple of real experienced gals that I like a lot who might be available. Okay. Excellent. Wait, which week? The week of the 18th. Oh, yeah. Let's talk after the show. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Two um, people I really trust. Great. Thank you. They'll be fine with a baby. Yeah, so I think that, um, and so I've been. I got a couple people too, real low life types, shifty eyed. <laughs> but I'm talking like about the same people. Yeah. I have <laughs> trust problems where I always trust the wrong kinds of people. So these could be the same guys. I'm sure they are. I said gals, uh-huh. but that's just what I call them. Yeah. Because both of their last name is Gal. Are these the same guys? <laughs> the Gal brothers? Yeah, the Gal brothers. That's no. who I was talking about. Well, Steve Gal has yep. uh, the knife on yep. his boot. Yep, yep, yep. And then Jack Gal is the one who like has the um, like the tattoos all around his eyes. Right. Like where it's But just, it's all those little words. And yeah, it's fun to words. get in there real close. He'll try get to kiss you. You get too close to yeah, try to read them. Nietzsche, him. right? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I never. He's always smooching me by the time I get in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he'll kiss. Oh, he kisses yeah. you. I hope you guys like kissing because when the Gal brothers get a hold of you, <laughs> Jack Gal, he'll kiss yeah. you. Oh, he'll kiss you. He'll kiss you. He'll kiss your dog. Yeah, yep. but unbelievably reliable with children. Uh, yeah. I, that's been my real experience. good with yeah. children. Couple of gals that I trust. There was in our home a cat that we did not recognize, and I'll tell you, he had that boot knife off before you could blink an eye. Yep. Just take care of it. And next thing you know, you're having a delicious 
cat steak. Yeah. <laughs> and your problems are And a are wonderful over. little new little tiny rug now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right by the fire. Yeah. Oh, so picturesque. And that's just Steve Gal. I mean, just yep. an adorable human being. Yeah. And good with kids. Good with kids, good with knives. <laughs> Not great with cats, but you guys don't have a cat. Well, it depends on what you want him to do with the cat. That's true. Maybe what you want is killing. He's great with And then specifically order the stew. But as you right. mentioned, it's it's delicious. I wouldn't yeah, turn no, it down. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. You just sort of ignore what you're doing. You guys, I have three cats. Don't get mad. Don't send Allison an email. I haven't eaten any of my cats. <laughs> Yet. But if I did eat one, I would eat Yodel. Why? He's the youngest. He's the freshest. He just looks succulent. <laughs> he just looks succulent as hell. Yodel is such a good cat name. He's yeah. He's he doesn't care for me um, <laughs> at all. No interest. Um, but he looks delicious. And the other cats like him. Maybe that's so. why he doesn't care for you. <laughs> what? Because I because he, he knows you. Delicious. Yeah. I, I really only thought of it tonight that mm. if I had to eat one of my cats, a hundred percent yodel. <laughs> then, oh god, how do I choose between the other two <laughs> in an apocalypse? I don't know if I had to. Eat. If you had, you have to now choose number two. I think I would do a blindfolded, just point at one of them, and then that would be the one I eat because I love them equally. I like yodel, but yodel has no interest in me, so we just don't have that bond mm-hmm. so i'll I, come over and rank them for you oh you <laughs> thank yeah, you to, thank sure. you next time i come i'll bring pictures and you guys can each choose also which I'd one love you to. would eat i would love to yeah. that sounds like a good service for people because it, if you have multiple cats you might not know which one to eat first mm-hmm. so they could send you pictures or videos <laughs> and you could rank emails definitely you could rank them in the order that they should eat them mm-hmm. yeah and then i would eat, actually now i know i would eat my dog second and then the <laughs> other two cats why? That is considered customary. Yeah, my dog, <laughs> she just, she has a lot of meat on her and I have three children. Mm-hmm. So if there was an apocalypse and I had to feed my pets to my children. That's where our <laughs> service comes in. You're in your toughest hour. You're looking at your pets, your yeah. friends. You go, oh God, I don't want to think Who about can this. I eat? Consult the paper that we have emailed yeah, you. Yeah, you already yeah. have made your decision. Mm-hmm. It's you like have to print it out. will. Yeah, exactly. Well, you'll laminate it in a card. You make a magnet. Yeah. You know yeah. you're going yodel. Ginger, and then a toss-up between Hildy Petunia. You just. By the yeah. way, if you had a laminated card that had that, that would be hilarious. In your, in your yeah, wallet, please. I will eat my pets in these. It's like having an organ donor card. <laughs> just pull it out. At like dinner, everyone like should have cards. one. And then maybe like also who in your family who's getting eaten in, in what? Is order. that a tip yeah. card? What so is that? that? Oh, like no, a no. donor party <laughs> situation. If a donor party situation happens, who gets eaten first? It's a little bit of nice decorum. To, yeah. yeah. You could tattoo and, it on your collarbone right below your do not resuscitate order. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, would mm-hmm. people feel insulted if they didn't make the list? Of who's going to get eaten? Yeah. No, because then clearly they're last. They get to eat everyone else. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, but it yeah. could be a referendum on their body tone. Yeah. That could be. That's like, true. oh, she can't stop coughing. We're not eating her. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to factor all these things in. It's the tough decisions. Yeah. I'm too sweaty to eat. <laughs> Everyone likes Some would think- say that's your, your basting. I'm yeah. basting. I'm <laughs> marinating in my own anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's moist and uh, she's brined herself. That's why she's sweating. Yeah, yeah salt brine. <laughs> um, you guys, I need to tell you about Brooklinen. Uh, I love their bedding. 
and it's perfect for the holiday gifting season. I love these sheets. You will love these sheets. You spend a third of your life in your sheets. With brooklinen.com, you can get the high-quality sheets and bedding you and your loved ones deserve without needless luxury retail prices. Most high-end bedding is marked up by more than 300% by the time it reaches the store. Brooklinen is luxury bedding underpriced. You have to try these sheets. So Brooklinen was founded in 2014 by husband and wife team Vicky and Rich Fulop. They went to a hotel. They loved the sheets. They asked the hotel, where can we get these? sheets and then they priced them out and it was like thousands of dollars and they thought that's insane we've got there's got to be a way to to get sheets this quality that are not ridiculously marked up and so now they cut out the middleman they sell directly to you Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world because people love their products. They have over 12,000 five-star reviews and they were named winner of the best of online bedding um by good housekeeping and there's tons of different colors and and different styles of sheet depending on what kind of feel you want i love my brooklyn and sheets try these sheets and i know you'll love them too brooklyn.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners get twenty dollars off and free shipping when you use promo code allison at brooklyn.com in fact brooklyn is so confident that you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60 night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters there's no reason not to give these sheets to try for yourself or as a gift this holiday season give the gift of luxury sheets the only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use promo code allison at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com promo code allison brooklinen these are the best sheets ever so i'm on patreon patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that there's different reward levels there's bonus episodes there's an exclusive live stream where when you hear this, it'll probably be a couple days after. And I have threatened to do a tour of this apartment. Daniel is not thrilled because he doesn't want people to see how we actually live. And I... <laughs> pass! Pass, pass, pass! Get the fuck out of here! I agree with you. I just don't want them to see the room with all the orphans chained to the wall. I was oh, I was going to leave so that... It is, that's the nicest decoration in the house. It's, it's the phenomenal. ironic thing is like, yeah. if you can look past the orphans, it's just very... It's mid-century furniture. Mm-hmm. Those built-ins are just Oh, the built-ins decadent. are great. I want them to be in a nice room. Molding. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. It's weird that like a lot of the chains are just out of reach from them being able to sit mm-hmm. and lie down on things. Yeah. And, but I, I, you know... Yeah, you want to keep everything standing. very fresh. Yeah. It's what worked best for the decor. It... I am not insulted at all. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Thing is, it. they yeah. understand. I feel like they understand. They yeah. appreciate design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I peek in there, they absolutely do not make any level of eye contact. How how did you get them to do that? I just mentioned eye contact, and then they got self conscious about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "What is the proper amount of time to make eye contact?" And then it was done. The best kind of orphans are the codependent ones. So that's what I find. So I, when we go and get them, that's what I request. Well, you've done a wonderful job. Thank you. You really don't hear the term orphan anymore. They exist. Oh, they do. It's a way to bring it down, Allison. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go back (laughs) to talking about the chains. Orphanage anymore here in America. Although there are orphanages and they are group homes. That is what they call them. It's group homes. I actually think. I know. Well, from my limited experience with this sort of thing, group homes 
is better because it's more depressing and they are they are not uplifting places for these kids. So, right. No, group homes are uh, foster children who yeah. do not find a permanent placement. Right. So orphanage almost would be better. Orphanage is Dickensian and depressing sounding. Maybe it's just because I think of it as... I think, I think of that in a romantic way. <laughs> I think part of it is that a lot of them are teenagers, and so mm-hmm. they refer to it as a group home because they're not like little kids or whatever. Right. And so they are homed in a group. Mm. It is very sad that mm-hmm. no one, they usually age out of the system in their group home. I'm a foster parent. I know about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. You could take them presents for the holidays, though. That would be a very nice thing to do. Actually, foster teens are frequently neglected at the holidays. And you can, especially um, like gift certificates from places like Target or Best Buy, you can donate to DCFS or find a group home. There's also, you can Google it really easily and find lists of things that group homes request. Um, I did that this year. That's what we're doing for our um, office. And you can... um, no, this is really bringing the mood down, I mean, guys. But you can you can Google. It. There's a list of like this is hoodies. more hopeful than it was a second ago. Yeah, yeah, like hoodies, technology, alarm clocks, stuff for the room. Like there's li- there's a big list, and I can't remember any of it now. But like a sort of wish list for group mm-hmm. homes, and so like even just taking over anything like I is a nice that. thing to do at the holidays because people to, get toys for the kids, but they forget about the teens. Right. We used to do that uh, when I was my mom. I shouldn't say we used to, but she'd be like, "You guys want to do this?" And at first, we was like, "No way!" But then we were like, "Yeah, I guess we could part with that." And it re- we'd get like nice letters and things like that. Like they yeah. were very appreciative. It was. I think it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, that is nice. I just think like what that would be like to have nobody. Right. Yeah, and then it's tough for them when they age out of the system because they stop getting support from the system, right. and there's no parent. So it's rough. It is rough. Yeah. It's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Eh. But look, I have a patron. <laughs> sort of heartbreaking. I mean, come on. Who gets a sen- he, uh At a certain level, you can have a sentence of your choosing read on air every month. And his name is Tim Carter. He's awesome. And uh, here's his sentence that he would like read this month. Let's see here. Uh, let's got to back up. Thanks to your tweet for reminding me of one of my long lost sayings. I don't know what the tweet was anymore though. I actually used it to remind myself to keep a clean, fresh towel to dry off with for every shower or roll the dice on a potential self-induced ass to face scenario. Why? What were we talking about? Ass to face. Cause that is, we were to face. I did actually, did it have to do was it the show that Demi was on? Ass to face. There was some ass to face discussion. I know there was, but I can't remember. Are you remembering this? Yeah. Mm, that's not ringing a bell. Yeah, it's not ringing a bell for me. Maybe it was All one right. of the Monday shows? Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, this will hopefully make more sense as you read the sentence. There is a day old tower. Excuse me. (laughs) There is a day old towel in the shower again. Now I'm putting my face where my ass may have been. I love it. That's an interesting thought. It is. And it makes me feel like I should change, switch out my towels more frequently than I do. in this scenario, your butt has just emerged from the shower where you just scrub the heck out of it. Yeah. True. It is clean. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I think it's safe. I do Wait, too. So you, I think hold it's on. safe. You use a towel after you shower? <laughs> I tried using it during, but it was like, I, I that was like a Never seven hour long shower because <laughs> oh. I would try to dry, but the towel was wet. So I didn't know what to do. Really confusing day for me. Huh. 
Yeah. I use it oh. after now. Interesting. Yeah, I've tried before, and that's just a sort of a non-event. Because when I when I get out of the shower, I run around really fast and mm-hmm. then rub my head in the carpet. And, right. You know, yeah. zipping, zip, 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 zip. <laughs> I'm surprised you stuck with it for seven hours. Yeah, well, because I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. Right. You seem you know, like such a reasonable person, though. I know, but I have my blind spot. Was it seven hours of sweating, effort? And then, no, I would sort of like, I'd shower for a while again, and then I'd be like, let me try to use a towel again, and then it was wet. So I'd just keep showering. What were you I then? guess I'm doomed to be doing this yeah, forever. It was, it was a, yeah, it was a um, snake eating its tail sort of situation. Well, what's happening in your brain each time you grab that towel? Like, maybe this time? Yep, that's exactly what I, I would <laughs> Boy, say I in my brain. Boy, I just think higher of maybe you Maybe this that. time. Well, I mean, we all never meet your heroes. Yeah, that is. Yeah, this is crushing. Like, yeah. by the way, four, never meet your heroes. Hour four. Are you reapplying soap and just starting over? Or? Yeah, and it got really cold in there because once the hot water's gone, at that point, it was <laughs> yeah. Just what's like your, a your six hour forty five minute cold shower? Yeah, which really helped with my premature ejaculation problem. <laughs> But in every other way, it was uncomfortable. Right. But yeah, yeah, eventually my husband got home. Well, and I, he was like, what, what's going on here? You you're know? shivering, shivering, wrapped in a towel. Wrapped in like, a towel. Furious, this damn thing won't dry me off. Water's still running <laughs> yeah, on you. Yeah, and then he pointed out, don't use a towel during the shower. Right. And, and he got me a towel from the This other guy room. sounds like a savior. He really is. Yeah, Whew. he's a great. That's why I married him. And this didn't impact his like you know feeling toward you at all? No, no, no. How were your kids? Were they eating? Uh, they were in the care of the gal brothers. We <laughs> 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 had taken them to, I think, a park, a rodeo, a jail. It was and all. Then, yeah. like, it was, was a perfect some gal sort day. Of bank robbery, I think. I, I, a bank seems out and of their league. And then they went to Shakey's. Yeah, that's them. Yep. Yeah. Them to a T. It's probably a convenience store. That's what they knock off more frequently. Oh, yeah. A lot you know of what? snacks. Now that you say that, it was probably, yeah, they went to a convenience store. And you just showered the whole time. Showering the whole time. Unaware of what the Gal brothers were up to with the <laughs> kids. <laughs> Allison? I know. It's, it's really my turn, but. You got to grab hold of this podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's so many things I need to grab hold of that I've just stopped. I've just stopped. Really but it might time out to start, this week, aren't you? Yeah, I really do think it's this. Um, it's the being unaware that oh, I'm not going to have childcare for a week that I booked that I'm supposed to be a guest on three podcasts, and I'm do- like I just booked gonna all be this. Fine. Stuff. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, it'll be okay. I actually already spoke with someone who, um who's supposed to come by this week and I'm going to meet her, but I'm concerned. And this is the kind of thing that stresses me the fuck out. I'm concerned that I didn't make it clear to her that I want her to meet us. Although if she hears this podcast that will communicate this idea that I want her to meet us to see if it's a good fit. Like it's not a done mm-hmm. deal. I'm concerned that she might think it's a done deal. She's coming, but like mm-hmm. that's not true. And so I feel like maybe I feel guilty that I wasn't straight, for, uh, that I d- might not have explained that well. And I also feel <clears throat> like that's, I don't, how am I going to handle that if I don't think she's the right fit? And then just like I've sort of been in communication with different people and so many people, because I posted on this mom's group and it's like, oh, are you still looking for someone? And I'm like, 
it's not nothing's definite yet it's like this is the kind of this is the exact thing that stresses me out we're still on the air honey (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) and you said your kid's been waking up at night again well, he was. That's always stressful. Mm-hmm. He was. He's actually gotten a little better the yeah. last few nights. We've dressed him more warmly. Mm. Yeah, I. You know, and we stopped feeding him yogurt because we think that yogurt might have been giving him tummy issues. Because he seemed really uncomfortable and in a lot of distress. Mm. Like just, uh, he couldn't like. Uh, um, so yeah, I don't know if he was like cold or if it was the yogurt. It's weird. There have been a couple times. He's also the, teething very intensely. Well, so for the last four or five months, there have been a few times where it's like, oh, he's definitely teething. Mm-hmm. And then no teeth. Are you Advilling at night? You doing the Advil? Tylenol seems to work better on him. Oh, I know you said Motrin. I know Motrin oh. lasts longer. Yeah. But he seems to respond better. It just does stress you out when they start waking up again. We were, I mean, now everybody sleeps at night, but then last week, the my foster boys, the two-year-old and the one-year-old, both had hand, foot, mouth. Oh, which no. makes them very uncomfortable. Yeah, so suddenly had we that. had two kids getting up at night again, which was the first like three to six months they were home with us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when I look back on that time, I'm like, how did I live? Like I was mm. so tired all the time and so angry all the time yes. for no reason. And now it's like when it comes back. So maybe you guys are feeling a little of that too. Just the stress of knowing they might get up is a yeah, lot. I never, a lot. I never realized how much lack of sleep just manifests Rage, rage. This yeah. is like rage. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. I, I at a certain point I realized I want to punch everyone in the world. Yeah, just punch them. <laughs> yeah, you know, and in and it's purely just lack of sleep. Yeah, and I'm not a morning person, so that's hard for me. Like in the morning, I'm just very. And you get up at like five forty-five, right? Sometimes today they got up at six twenty-eight, and I felt like that was just like a fucking luxury cruise. Mm-hmm. It was delightful to sleep to six twenty-eight. So. Yeah, some days I get lucky. I had hand, foot, and mouth disease when I was in high school, which That's usually so it's weird. Just, yeah, I it's know. only five and under usually. Yeah, um, a couple of my friends got it as well. We had gone to a contaminated. It was a whole. It's a whole Wait, a mess. contaminated what beach? A contaminated beach. I don't know if that's why you would get it. But I mean, maybe. Yeah. So, what you, what's a contaminated beach? It was a. All right. Was it like from a sci-fi movie? There was a coffee yeah. house that I used to hang out at, and I met this guy. I was sixteen or seventeen, and I met this guy there, and he asked me out, and I said, "You look like you've been chowing box, man." <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. I I don't know how it was determined that he would bring his two friends who I had met, and then I would bring my two friends. Did he say, "Do you want to go to a contaminated beach with me?" So (laughs) he didn't. No, he didn't say that. But so I didn't want to tell my parents. So I arranged for us to to all like I orchestrated this whole thing, which blew up in everyone's face. So we were going to spend the night at Jen's house. That was the cover. Mm. But Jen wasn't <clears throat> going on this contaminated date. So anyway, <laughs> we went. Jen's a little too smart to go on a <laughs> contaminated is, date. Yeah. Jen respects herself. <laughs> so we like met them at the coffee house and then got it. I, I, I think I was driving, actually. Um, and then we they wanted to go build a bonfire. And we got to the beach and there was like, do not whatever, whatever signs are normally at a contaminated beach police tape or do not enter or whatever and it wasn't police tape but it was like beach, like be- no it was there was no biohazard signs okay. but it it's 
said you like beaches your feet closed. And your hands in your mouth. <laughs> Stay out. It just said it was closed, but the guy was was not to be put off by this, and he's like, "Oh no, we can still go." And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, "Okay, I can murder you anywhere." He said, to "Yes, himself. that's why I had my friends with me." Yeah, um, I can't murder friends, right? <laughs> I, I murder one woman at a time. Darn it, you got me, Allison. <laughs> Um, and anyway, then I think I was, I don't know if I was supposed to call my mom by a certain time, but I didn't call her by that time because I was at the beach. Contaminated beach. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I was at that point. It took me a long time to realize if you don't call your parents by the time they told you to call, they will begin to worry. That's why that, that's why you have that practice. Instead, I I was just like, well... I never had a time to call. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think everyone does. Like, they never gave me a curfew. It was just call if you're not going to be home by this time. So anyway, for for a long time, I would just be like, that's inconvenient and embarrassing. So I'm going to call when I have a chance. And I was quickly broken of that habit because shit like the following happened, which is my mom freaked out. She called my friend's parents. They called Jen, our cover. And then Jen said we weren't... And then, anyway, all the parents discovered it. Um fucking gin <laughs> no it was my fault <laughs> but i remember the the greatest is ignomy a word i mean it is a word but i don't know what it means it might mean what about about to say was my dad was like was really upset with me and he was like i know that this was so-and-so's idea and you i know that you just want her to like you and so that's why you went along with it and it's like hey I'm the idiot who came up with this. <laughs> Thanks for thinking so little of me. I'm not that much of a follower. <laughs> I can have dumb ideas on my own. Wait, did I miss the part? How did, anyway, how did you know it was contaminated? So anyway, so-and-so, I don't know what the time period later was, came down with Coxsackie virus, which is hand, foot, and mouth mm-hmm. disease. And Coxsackie. I know, it's really called that. <laughs> We oh, have- I got Paul Wiener disease. <laughs> oh, I have taint flu. <laughs> or a terrible case. Fever of 105, taint, very inflamed. Very oh, I had taint hot to the, the touch. Last year. Very hot. Don't you very. put your fingers on that touch. Then yep. you get taint finger flu. Yep. Doctors won't go near it. No, That's they the will the problem not. with it. That's the only problem. Yep. <laughs> not... It's fine. It's terrible if you're a professional horseback rider. <laughs> it was the worst thing to get, which I was at the time. Yeah. And then I got the taint flu, and that ended my career. I qualified for worlds in bull riding and missed and you got taint flu? the taint flu. Oof. <laughs> it's very common. Yep. I think my parents knew the beach was shut down because it had been contaminated. Like, we didn't know at the time. We just thought, oh, they don't want people to go here. What does that mean? I feel like they were covering up. I feel like we're burying the lead and that... Had someone shit in the... I don't know. Some kind of, like, sea creature, like a Godzilla or something. Mm -hmm. Like, there was probably something happened in that area. Yeah, does it mean, like, a sewage? Like, there was some sort of sea monster. Your parents knew about it. The town was all a flutter. Right. And then you and your friends happened onto it you're just lucky you weren't attacked by whatever it was we are and also i'm lucky i wasn't attacked by that guy it's true so anyway then i got it um it's really painful cocksackie cocksackie i got blisters (laughs) in your mouth and on my hands and feet yeah yeah and i remember yeah like the the sore throat that went along with it 
was nasty, and I think right? I was throwing up too. Yeah, um, not nice. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Mm. There's a. I did not get it. You're Nobody lucky. got it except the babies. It's really contagious. Yeah, but in that group, five and under, right? And and a couple dumb and high, some schoolers. high schoolers who went to a contaminated <laughs> beach to get killed. I'm not sure that we got it from the contaminated beach. I don't know. Right? Could have been any those guys. It's it's <laughs> That's right. It's weird because a lot of the kids that the Gal brothers take care of get cocksacky disease after. Don't you put that on them. Yeah, no, don't I'm, put that on them. Don't, it says they that's have a, a sterling germ. I'm just pointing yeah. out. It's just a germ. I, there's some data points and I'm just laying I them out. I know, but in general, their review on care.com is <laughs> amazing. Sterling. It's amazing. And you, yeah. I would be I mean, irresponsible if I didn't note the strange <laughs> well, they coincidence. They can't control the universe. No. You know? And if you mm-hmm. get on Jack Gal's bad side, which you just might have yeah, just Almost now, everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he prefers that you get on his bad side. <laughs> it's more comfortable for him. Yeah. It's but that's how get you on. get Coxsackie disease. <laughs> now, Daniel, what? when I was telling that riveting story. <clears throat> yeah, and it was. You were asleep. Were scratching your head and like doing things with your glasses and muttering that I'm burying the lead. What was it? Was a you didn't work It was a leadless story. Those are what I tell. I wouldn't put it that way. I would. That is how you put it. No, uh, I believe that Wendy put it that way. Okay. I would say this. You didn't answer my question. Oh, sorry. What's the question? (laughs) What does it mean that the beach was contained? Oh yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) Ever find out? Nope. Okay. Okay. So then my story holds up that there was some sort of creature or Jaws type situation happening out there. I think it always means Mm. sewage. Yeah. Jeff, you're a beach person. That seems likely or a cover story for uh, Godzilla or Sasquatch. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. In San Diego, they would uh, like corresponded with rain a lot. Yeah. Oh, like the drains, the, the yeah, gutters. the drains, and the, yeah, the it, suit. It, it flushes all the storm drains out, and then that all runs onto the beach or into the ocean, yeah. and then into the sand. So it has to do with the water. Mm-hmm. I am gonna Google. It was Aliso Viejo contaminated beach, and maybe some micro. Well, Come with that. us. Google. Come hang out Miami Miami Mike, Mike, Viejo. Like Coxsackie. It's gonna be <laughs> pretty cool. There, there appear to be four to five different Miami Mice t-shirts, and I don't know if one was really popular, and then it was just bootlegged, or just, if... Everyone had the idea. Yeah, a million monkeys, at I mean, a, a million coked up long, 80s monkeys at a million silk screen printing. Oh, yeah, here we go. But some of them are smoking as well. Do you they know are? which one you have? I knew it. I knew they were smoking. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I love this the shoulder pads. I knew they oh. were leaning on a car. This is great. Yeah, they there are really several are to cool choose looking from. mice. Yeah. Speaking of knockoff stuff, um, my friend, um, I call him a friend. He's on my podcast, Brett Kern, who's a ceramics mm-hmm. um, artist. Fantastic. He, if you've seen the, uh, it's pretty popular nowadays. Like. Looks like an inflatable ceramic. I know exactly like, who you're talking, you know talking about. I follow him on Instagram. He's, he's great. He's phenomenal. Yeah, and he's great. he uh, people are knocking off his work, and they're they're not stamping it. So unless that if sucks. you go to get one of those things, it looks like a blow up toy. Yeah, it's he got, makes well, he, or he has some that look like the um, the balloon animals, mm-hmm. or the or blow up dinosaurs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they have the um, the like creases, so it looks like a real blow up inflatable thing, but it's made out of. Uh, porcelain or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And they're being sold in, uh, I think he said Florida, by a knockoff like Chinese company. It could be so. wrong about the balloon. Maybe it's just the blow up dinosaurs. The blow up dinosaurs are for sure the most popular thing that he makes yeah. and that uh, are being knocked off. So if it doesn't say Brett on it, don't buy it. 
and report it if you're in a store that has that. Try to help a guy out. Like if an artist does that, their their property just becomes there's just yeah. a faceless entity somewhere that's robbing them. It's that's horrendous. Shady. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, because so you can't the word. copyright the idea. You know? Yeah, you you should you though. Make, you should in some way. Like if they make knockoff Mona Lisas and people buy those, like ah, it's a it's a fake. Yeah, no one sh- no one like thinks twice about that, but they know for sure it's a fake. There should be something. I guess because it doesn't have Brett, maybe they could say that same thing. Hmm. I don't know. This is uh, from OC Beach Info. Ocean and bay waters are closed when an immediate health hazard is identified, such as a sewage spill. All right. So, so there you sewage go. Spell. Sewage spill. Sewage. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to know that Teehee was live. You guys, I have a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. What a looker is Penny Lane, up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. She's happy and beautiful. Penny Lane is a six-month-old, approximately 20... Okay, I just had reading glasses on from the drugstore because I'm old now, and I just took them off, and now my eyes are going like this. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> anyway, Penny Lane is a six-month-old, approximately 20-pound Catahoula mix. This girl is black and white in the most delightful way. First, her face is almost perfectly half-white and then black with a dividing line down the middle of her nose. Then on her body, all her white patches have the most adorable black polka dots. She's not just pretty. She is sweet, loving, and playful, too. Listeners can learn more Listeners can learn more about Penny Lane by going to tinyurl.com slash adoptpennylane. tinyurl.com slash adoptpennylane. She is super cute. Oh, oh wow. Puppy. Look, oh, I would put her at the bottom... Oh. On my pet eating list, yes. eat her last, <laughs> and that's a real. That's really saying. That's really saying something. Yeah, I know. You guys, thank you for being on the show. Thanks. For thank you. For I forgot. I didn't to have say, a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say. If you like what you're hearing, look. Tonight was an exception. It was. It was t- the Allison part of it was tough. Everyone else was delightful. <laughs> I recognize that I <laughs> that I brought. A challenge. I, I offer... Anyway, uh, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go <laughs> to subscribe. Uh, it's also where you go to leave a nice comment. We love nice comments. Tell your friends. Tell them this one's a weird one, but they're not all weird. David, where do we go to find you? Um, DavidHuntsberger.com. There's a chance I've put up my holiday bonus pack, uh, which is like a, DV, a, co- a DVD, a comic book, and CDs. Three things that people don't use anymore, and one thing you can still use, which is a little book. And um, I have uh, a podcast called The Space Cave and CDs online on Amazon and iTunes if you'd like to listen to some stand-up comedy or, or maybe give it to a friend for the holidays. And uh, the Kickstarter for my friend Chuck is nearing $25,000. Wow, so yay. thanks, everyone, who's contributed Fantastic. to that. I'll uh, post the link when the episode comes out. Someone reminded me to do that on Twitter, like reply underneath it. So I'll, if you see A-R-Y-N-B-F um, posts, I'll try to do it underneath that. Anyway, thanks to everybody for supporting him. He did his first day of rehab, and he's all reports are good that he's on the right track. So good. Excellent. Yeah. 
Wendy. Well, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, um, plugs. I'm just at Wendy Molino on Twitter, and you can watch Bob's Burgers on Sundays or more likely on your DVR mm. later because you DVR'd it, or you can watch it on Hulu. You can watch it probably a lot of other places. Don't too. we have a big Christmas know. spectacular coming up? Yeah. It came out last night, oh. so it's probably on your DVR as we speak. It's mm-hmm. an hour-long musical episode starring Adam Driver. So, oh, I mean, yay. guest starring Adam Driver, starring all the usual Does people. he sing? Um, yes, <gasps> he does. And That's it's delightful, so... and his character's really, like, cutely drawn, so. Oh. Um, you can, oh, you can still buy Eat a Bag of Dicks pins at uh, the website qzart.bigcartel.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. Quants. on the snappy. Quants. <laughs> Quants. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? I don't remember. That was that. some some bit about Elliot's name, and then the, uh, the big pay- oh, maybe the, Quinn Quants. Yeah, the big payoff was the, the uh, <laughs> Quants. <laughs> uh, such an awful sounding name. Okay, yep, that's it. And Jeff, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen and follow the show's Twitter at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F and follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen on Instagram. Oh, Elliot and Wendy were on the Hamilton musical app. Oh, yeah. Elliot they, was the Hamil kid of a, the week in his Hamilton costume. And for the first time ever, they had their Hamil dog of the week, which was Wendy. This so is so huge. So very huge. I'm really proud. impressed with that because I'm a huge Hamilton fan. So oh, yeah. just any association with Hamilton. Thank I'm you. Very He's the official Hamilton kid of the week. Of the week. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much, you guys. Listeners, thank you for listening. I'm sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.